What's up out there, podcast world? You're now listening to Patina Cobras and Stay With Me, and I'm your host, Dennis, and back by popular demand. That's right, we got Dad in the booth. Actually, we got him over the phone, but I'm in the booth, right? And uh, we're going to take him back to the point of where he first discovered like rat rods, right? Like the very first time that he's seen a rat rod and what his thoughts were upon seeing it, you know, he, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. It's really funny. And it's pretty much like how I was when I first discovered it. I was like, man, what the hell? Right. But now, you know, rat rods and patina rods, rust rods, barn finds are in now, right? We're, we're, we're finally able to show up at car shows and go in and park amongst all the uh nice cars you know as to where you know a few years back you you wouldn't be allowed to come in with a rust bucket and uh that's pretty cool it's pretty nice to see that and there's also just flat out shows dedicated to nothing but rat rods and patina rods and rust rods and things of that nature so that's pretty good that it's getting the following and it's picking up i've been in it for a minute it's just that you know just a guy right like i don't have a big media outlet or anything we're we're right here in middle of missouri you know what i mean well not really the middle but right here just outside of st louis missouri so you know the east coast west coast gets all the favor south gets a lot of play and that's not to say anything bad about that because I got love for every coastal area and everywhere in between and above, right? But, um, yeah, you guys know how it goes. Everything comes first on the east and west, and then it trickles its way in, you know. By the time we get onto it, y'all guys are on something else, you know what I mean? So, But with social media, it's you know, it's easier to keep up. But without further ado, man, we're going to get into this podcast and I also want to remind you that you can take 10% off of all sheet metal panel products produced by LS Fabrication by way of using promo code Patina Code at checkout on the LS Fabrication's website. So if you're building a 1947 and a 1954 Chevrolet truck, go check them out. Also, you, you know, 67 through 72, they got some pieces for them too. And they're coming along. They're, they're constantly adding to their catalog so go check them out today, man. All right, man. Let's hop into this podcast. All right. You're in the scene now. You got your own patina rod. Now let's get your take on the whole rat rod, patina rod scene and what you got to say about it. <laughs> I'm going to look up the definition of a rat rod and a patina rod. And But see, mine don't fall in. I'm kind of... I'm kind of in a bad position because I ain't got nothing but rust. I don't have any any paint, well, very little paint. Well, you no, know, but you know, yours it's still you're you're a patina rod because when you when you look at it, you can see that the truck used to be green. <laughs> you gotta look awful hard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so see mine, I guess that would be a patina, but then what I call a patina truck, it, it'd be like your truck and Don's truck, because you guys still have that nice painted color, and then like that one fellow that had that blue one down at the shop, you know, that, that faded down to that, though. well see, that's a high class patina there, 
and, and stuff like that. But I guess is I guess it'll be yeah. So patina would be one that's never been repainted. Well, yeah, and actually, so and and you know, patina actually, what what people don't know is that the patina is what happens to a raw piece of steel before it goes into the rust stage. And uh-huh. to have a yeah, right, it, it's it's like a film over it before it goes into rust because rust is rust, but patina is a, a stage before it goes into the full on rust. But you know, it's called patina and it's just taken off. But yeah, you're you're a patina rod because you're not a rat rod for the simple fact of your truck is for you know all intents and purposes. It's original. Like you don't have a Ford grill and uh, a, a Chevy hood and Dodge fenders, and you don't have the top of it chopped completely off, open air. You know, it's not ratted. Like you know, rat rods are just something that. Well, basically, it was people that had a vehicle and they needed a radiator, so then they went and got a radiator out of a Dodge and stuck in their car. Uh, they needed front tires and stuff, so they chopped the suspension off a of Chevy and stuck it on there, and they got down the road. You know, that's rat riding something, you know, cobbling uh-huh. it together, basically, you know. So, uh, so an old rat rod would be like that fellow with that with that, uh, with that uh, Cummings engine and that old uh, whatever that thing is that uh, he kind of cobbled that together. Right, yeah, you just you cobble it together and then but see now everything is taking on a whole new persona cuz you know rat rods are actually intentionally built now, you know, and made to to look good. Like the guy that won the rat rod class at uh our the first car show you that that I had. You know, you seen it? It was like the 46 Chevy cab, but he had that long stretch frame and then he had that diesel engine in it do you remember that yeah and uh actually just this weekend or this past weekend he took first place up at the warrington show and we ended up in second because of him Uh uh-huh you know because you're not ready enough no we're not even zero is not it's not really a rat you know it's just it's the original body and everything on its original, you know, of course, except for the suspension and engine. But then you did some some ratty things to the exterior of it, you know, with the gears and the chains and the the cogs and, you know. Right. You and know. you left the dents in it and stuff like that. Right, right, right. And then it's bare metal, right? Like a, a real, the only bare metal car there, you know, was the DeLorean, you know. But, I mean, mm-hmm. um it's so it's classified as a rat rod because you can't put it in original and you can't put it in modified because it's not really. I guess you could consider it modified, but it's not modified. It's, well, you know, you know what they consider what I consider a modified truck. Now you're talking about uh, like that one that maroon one that, that shows up there. Is that the maroon one? I guess that is. Yeah, that cranberry that colored one. one. Yeah, yeah, cranberry with the uh, you know what the. the Oh, you know, now that's a modified one. Yeah. And stuff like that, that would be, yeah. But now, shoot, man. And man, I don't know how much money that guy's got in that truck, but he's got a, he's got a boatload of money in that truck. <laughs> yeah. And every time, every time a little speck gets on it, what's he, you see him, he's wiping it off. 
Wiping it off. Wiping it off. Man, man, that shit. I ain't yeah, but the, but yeah, but see, and and that's the bad part about the uh, the, the the well, you know, the modified or the modified or custom, you know, that that kind of blends over the. So that's 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 in that range there. So yeah, so I don't. It's just it's just one of those things, you know. But uh, but you know something. Yeah, I guess you just go this for the pure enjoyment of socializing and uh and and seeing what's out there with the cars and stuff like that so i guess and that's the most important part but uh like i was telling that fella down at the shop i said yeah man i'm i come out of the motorcycle side that's that's where my passion was at i didn't care nothing about no old cars or anything like that because then so and i see that's why and I said, that's why I like going to the car show, because I can look and see what other people's got. Say, oh, man, that's nice, you know, and stuff. And I guess that's why a lot of people come out to the car shows is that they don't want to either they don't want to commit to either buying one or building one or, or have no desire to do that, you know, uh, and stuff. But they'll come and look at other people's stuff, which is great and stuff like that. But uh, but, yeah, I just. uh but yeah, the car show, and yeah, you get to come out and look and stuff. But then it tickles me though because, uh, and now I'm old. I'm older than dirt, <laughs> and I'll be talking about old people. I say, look at them old people out there uh, uh, at the car show and, and stuff like that. And they probably look and say, well, what's that old fellow doing out there? But but uh, what I've noticed is uh, that there's more old people than there are young people. Right. Yeah, man, and it's just like, you know, it's like a couple, you know, because I guess my generation and, and, you know, the ones before me, like the 60s children or, or the, you know, anyway, the, the people that were, they grew up in the, in the 60s and stuff, they remember all of that stuff or, and stuff like you said, the old ladies to come and say, well, my, my dad or my grandfather had a truck like this on the farm or, you know, something like that and, and stuff. So, uh, so yeah, so that's I don't know what my point is, but yeah, the, but but it's just like the like the car shows, you know. There's just a man. There's a lot of old people, but what's amazing though know, is that the old people come out and them they come out and look because uh, you know I think there was two there was two ladies, elderly I call them elderly ladies, and they were in wheelchairs, and I guess their sons or something were pushing them around because they were looking at because they came past where we were at. There was two of them. And they was she was looking at the cars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they. Yeah, were. man. Yeah, I mean, well, up there last weekend when we was up there, and man, and it's weird because there's it seems that way. It seems like there's more old ladies. They come up and they're like, "Man, that truck is nice." And they asked me, "It's like, is that a fifty-five, fifty-six, or 57? I'm like, "Oh hell, you know what that thing is." They're like, yeah, you did some stuff to it, but it's pretty neat, you know. And they know we, they know the old truck. And then I had another lady came up. She came over twice and was like, "Man, this truck, this is my favorite vehicle here. All these nice cars, but this is the one. It's got character because you know, you know, you know what it looks like." So they're just like, "Man, you put some work into that." And like, yeah, I was like, well. You know, I was just having fun. She's like, that's what it's about. I'll tell you what, my dad had one of these trucks, and man, if he's seen this thing, oh, my God. 
you know, and there was just, it was weird because more older ladies were coming up and talking about the truck. And then when they found out that Nikki was the one that drove it up there, he's like, oh, heck. So they would stand there and talk for 15, 20 minutes talking to Nikki. Uh-huh. You know, about the truck, you know. And I was like, hmm. She ended up with third place in Rat Rod and Ladies' Choice. So she ended up with two, two, two trophies last weekend. That's just what it is. So the whole Rat Rod thing. So that's what I go back to. I tell people, man. The rat, the whole Rat Rod patina rod. You know, it's for all the years up until probably, let's just say, I don't know. 10 we'll say 15 years ago you know you couldn't have got in no no show with that truck with any of our trucks that we no you couldn't come um you would have you and you wouldn't even have attempted to come in the truck into the show you would have just stayed you would have parked out there in the parking lot and walked into the show but for all the years like when back when you used to take us to all the different car shows and whatnot you didn't see nothing like that out there no rusted cars no 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 they were all either X-Race cars or super-duper show cars. You know, back when, you know, we go, where was that? The coin? The coin, yeah. We go to the coin, you go, and then uh, just the little area shows that they would have around here. And then, like, even when we would go down there to Pete's, we go, well, right. when Pete's then, it was A&W. We'd go to A&W. Right. There wasn't no... No, no junk, like, when we were friends. Right. Heck no. Hell no. You so, and now, so that's the thing. Now, the okay, the rat rod thing came along. It's like, okay. And then it got accepted. But now, people have taken the rat rod to a whole different level. And the whole patina rod thing is just basically just getting a barn find, quote unquote barn find, bringing it out. You know, putting new running gear under it, maybe dressing up, you know, the brakes and getting the interior straight. Maybe not, but then running it. And after all these years of car shows and all this hot riding, now it's something different. It's it's something new, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And people are, are drawn to it because they're like, man, that's cool. You know, like we, you know, there's we're like our only there there might be like 12 of us that show up to a show but everybody's checking out our our trucks and our our, uh-huh. our rat rods or whatever else is out there because it's not everybody's seen the same thing for the past 50 years you've been seeing slicked out chevelles camaros firebirds um you know uh mustangs. two doors mustangs yeah people i mean and all that stuff is still cool but people are pretty much tired of seeing it because you can only do so much unless you change the actual, you know, features, aesthetics of a vehicle and make it super custom. You put one Chevelle next to the other one. The only thing different is maybe be the wheels in the interior and maybe the motor. But it's still a Chevelle. Yeah, and when you get done, it's still a Chevelle. Unless you alter the the body lines of that vehicle, it's going to look just like the one next to it, except for maybe you got the $20,000 wheels, and this guy's only got the the $12,000 wheels. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, you get back to that point. I remember when Rocky uh, first put his, vaguely remember, that uh, his truck, you know, well, he had that blower on that thing, and, man, that was just like, 
whoa, that's this, you know, nobody done that and stuff like that. So now you look at it, blower, big deal. Now to take it up to the next level, it's like that fellow that had that, that Corvette down there and then that, uh, all that Daytona with oh, that, you know, yeah. that uh, funny car blower looking set up on it. That was actually blown and injected. Now that's taken it to, now see, now you've seen a, you've seen a few cars come through there like Rockies with the blower on it, you know, and all that stuff like that. Right. And, uh, and uh, that ain't nothing now. But that funny car blower without the carburetor sticking out of it and all that stuff, yeah, man. But see, I remember when man, when we used to go to the coin and and all the different places, you didn't see any any junk like what we have, and and very <laughs> few pickup trucks. And you know, people ask me, they say, "Are you gonna paint this?" I said, "Heck no, I ain't painting this old fraggedy truck." Let's <laughs> go. <gonna hurt. laughs> <laughs> see. <That is. laughs> <laughs> I was getting almost got cussed out. I don't know. It would probably cost. It probably cost ten, twelve thousand dollars to paint that truck. Yeah, right. But then, see, so let's just say today, you today, you said, "Man, I'm, I'm gonna get this thing painted." The truck is gonna end up being worth less. Once you do that, when you take into account what it's going to cost to have all the body work done, all the panels aligned, and all that stuff done, you lost money. You're better off staying. If you want to have a, a show quality, nice, you the best thing to do is to get with the people, get the cab, get just buy all new sheet metal. It ain't going to be original. I mean, it's going to be re-stamp, re-pop, but hey... If that's what you want to do, that's the best thing to do is buy every piece brand new from AMD. And right. And that's just the beginning because now you're going to have to get an Art Morrison chassis or somebody's chassis to set all the stuff on. Right. And, and, and then, okay, so now if you really want to take it up a notch, well, then you get the, the Corvette or the independent rear suspension it's bagged, you know, so when you come to the show, like that one, guys, you can set the running boards down in the weeds, and the tires are still set, standing straight up and down, not all leaned in and all cocky and crazy looking. <laughs> you know, yeah, and stuff man. like that. So, uh, you gotta so yeah, man, yeah. and that just takes it. So, and, and man, you know, and, and that's probably... Uh, not not the money that I would want to spend at this point in time, and probably uh, the guys that can afford those type of bills is probably the one percenters or something like that. I wouldn't think it'd be ten percent because you'll only see one of them occasionally, like that, like that uh, Daytona down there. Well, he's in that I call that one percent people. You know, there's probably of all the people, all them cars down there. I don't know if he, if there was a hundred cars and he was one, so that was that one percent or something like that. So, you know, he represents that one percent. Right. That uh, where a lot of people can't, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people can't go there. Right. There ain't no way in heck, man, that, uh, that I would have been able to spend the stick the money in that car like he stuck it in there. 
Uh, you know, and there's no way. No. And stuff like that. Man, that's a trash truck. Well, I, that, see, that's the thing. You could have because you done had two Shelby GT500s. You, what do you have? The hard top and that convertible. Then you had the Lotus. Then you had the, the, the Nismo. You could have had the, 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 the Daytona, right? But you, you're looking at it in one lump sum. I don't know what it took, how much time it took for him to get that done. But if he's got money like that, like if he, you know, if he's some type of millionaire or whatever, then of course it doesn't take him. But if you're a regular person, let's just say you're making $70,000 a year, you still couldn't build that car in one year. You know, that car came over time and because it was a full on, you know, it was one of those Bickle chassis or what's the other guy down here in St. Louis? Hoss, Jerry Hoss. Hoss, yeah. So it was uh-huh. an actual NHRA rated chassis. Uh, I, I, you would have to think because I seen him. Uh, you know, we well, you seen him too. He was he was pushing it with like one hand. He didn't have no effort. So he might have a carbon fiber body because that's not the Daytona body. It makes right. it look that's, like that. That wasn't a steel body on that car. Hell no, it wasn't. And he had like you say, either a pro mod. Or a funny car. It could have. It could have been a top fuel. I doubt if it was a fueler because it wasn't. Didn't smell like it. But no, it was. He was burning alcohol. Yeah. So it was a, a pro mod. But still, that's not. That's not nothing to sneeze at. You know, he's got a a pro mod NHRA pro mod motor and injection blower system in that car. So that car, you know, that car is probably. What do you think it's that car is worth? About four or five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, I bet you know something. I don't. Hey, you probably he might have. You know what? If you consider this to cost, a, I don't even know what one of those chassis would cost. But I would guess you're free. He's probably well north. He's probably up in that three hundred thousand dollar range. Yeah. Because of the simple fact is that that motor is probably that complete running motor that's sitting in there is probably a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, no doubt, because it's it's an actual, I mean, you've seen it. It had the, the, the NHRA straps holding it down, so if the blower blows off, it, it doesn't leave the motor. It just, it's held down. It, you know, it looks like a, it looks like an NHRA car. When you, right. You know, when you get up on it and look at it, and he had the, he had the hood off, sat underneath the car, it looks just like a funny car. When he, yeah. I mean, you know, and I was like, oh, man, you got some. You got some money in this thing, and oh, you know it's well, a full-on cage, like a real roll cage, uh, NHRA spec. Right? Yeah, that car was definitely uh, a pro mod, or, or or is a pro mod racer, or was a pro mod racer, or intended to be a pro mod racer because uh, you know, because if you just look at the fuel system, you know, he had. The fuel pumps, not electric, but the mechanical fuel pump, like a um, like a top alcohol dragster or a funny car, you know, because he had all like a pro mod. He had the fuel pumps and all that other stuff on this crazy thing. He did. I mean, it wasn't, you know, wasn't like like he just kind of cobbled it together. I mean, that, that's yeah. I bet he would, you know, if you just figured. If you figured that that's what you name that the, that motor. He, you know, that motor would have to be a hundred thousand dollars with all that stuff, you know, like that. And then 
then you talk to the rest of the drivetrain, like the Linko or whatever tranny. I think he had a, some type of Linko in that thing in the rear end and all that stuff. Well, and then, you know, I would hate to guess what the cost of that chassis is because I would guess that that chassis, you know, would probably be a hundred thousand dollars. Right. So that's, and then, you know, probably a hundred thousand dollars. And, and and everything else. So he would probably have close to two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars in that car. Right, and he had the. It, it was the modernized system where you know you had the extinguishers. I don't know about the chutes, as far as you know, if the motor. He had chutes on the back end and stuff like that. Yeah, he had. But yeah, it was it was definitely a legal look like an NHRA legal pro pod. That's what it looked like. It was yeah. It was ready for the track, like. That was probably a, yeah. you know, that was like a 230, 240 mile an hour car. Oh, absolutely. And it was a, what was, what is that, a 68 Daytona or what? I is think it? that's what that thing was, 68, yeah. 69, something like that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's intended to run because it had, he had the big wing on the back, but then you seen it was anchored. Right. You know, so it was intended to, to, to run. And, uh, but yeah, he, shoot, man, that car probably didn't weigh nothing because I told you he was pushing it. He just, we're rolling along and he's just pushing it, you know, pushing, pushing. Yeah, one handed, yeah. One handed, pushing that car, that whole car. You know, he had, he'd get it started, he'd push on the A pillar and then he would grab the wheel and just kind of steer it a little bit. Then he'd reach in there and pull the brake, you know, and it was effortless, yeah. though. Effortlessly. So, yeah, that car was probably, around 2300 pounds maybe a little less than that mm-hmm. and stuff but yeah so but yeah but that's 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 something but i like looking at that fellow i've seen him twice now down there and up at troy and i like looking at that old truck that he has because i can look at the interior and then i can say oh okay this is how things are supposed to this is where this one and mine or or that or the other you know because i like looking at that old truck because it's i mean it's this you know it's something different to look you know you look in the lmc book and you're looking at diagrams and stuff like that but then when you can actually physically see one that's put together you know and stuff like that say oh that's where all these that's where all these little switches and and different things go right yeah the that that complete stock original Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That truck is nice, man. He, that thing is 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 pretty. I think him. I think he took first, and then Damon came in behind him with that eighty-eight, that rocket, Uh uh, because they were both in the same class. I told him, I said, man, you got to go against the AD, man. That thing, you ain't, you know, but that his truck, that guy's truck is nice, and he came down and he was looking at ours. Right. He's like, oh, you guys are okay. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And him and his yeah, wife. Yeah, he, he was asking it. me where I got my grill from. Right. <laughs> and I told him, oh, man, that came from LMC and stuff. So apparently, I don't know what it was about my grill, I guess, because it was painted behind there or something. I don't know. But yeah, that, that was an LMC grill and stuff. But yeah, so yeah, him and his wife come down and stuff like that. So well, it's that was pretty cool. When he, when well when he had put his together, remember he told us how long it took him to get that thing together. There wasn't no LMC in in, right. in classic parts of America, so he had to take all that stuff and have it rechromed. 
Remember? Yes. He was telling us that when we first met him back way back in, in August or July when we went to Troy. Right, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, we, you know, th- th- we had to find the parts. He was talking about when he had that truck rebuilt, he said there wasn't no internet. Remember? Right, yeah. He said there wasn't no internet. You had to get on there and you was looking in the classified. He was like a Burt. Uh-huh. You had to get in the classifieds and look and uh, you'd get leads from other people, you know, and that's how he, he got all the pieces and got it, you know, put back together. But he said he took and he had to send that thing to get it chromed. Right. He had to get his pieces chrome. Yeah. yeah. And I remember him telling him about the tailgate. He actually found an uh, OM original equipment manufacturer tailgate in some, at some Chevrolet dealership somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he said, yeah, the tailgate, uh, I actually found a brand new one at some old Chevrolet dealership. And uh, and then he said that the uh, uh, something about one of the fenders wasn't original to the truck. He had to find it somewhere, and because uh, it was just, he said they kept working on it and working on it, but they never could get it straight and, and stuff like that. But yeah, but man, the this thing, uh, it'd be like Bert, because you you used to would have to look in that Hemmings Motor magazine. I think that was the popular thing. I remember yep. seeing that that magazine on the shelf, uh, you know, at the newsstands, and uh, and shooting, and you could look through there, and people would have. You know, parts for sale, like Bert. You know, like when Bert told you the story how he would used to take pictures and send them. Send them. So if I was interested in a part he had, well, then I'd take a picture of it, and then I'd mail it to you, and then you would you would respond back. Yep. Yeah. And, and stuff, and that was like the old, uh, I remember the old G.C. Whitney catalog and stuff like that. You would take and fill out your order form at the back of the page, and you would mail it in with your money order or your check. Yep. And and then and then then your parts would come. But the Hemmings was where you found, you know, all of the old the old stuff and your parts and stuff like that. And then like the thrifty nickel, not the thrifty nickel. Oh, what was that thing they used to? T- Man, that was the big thing. I remember back when that paper, the Auto Trader said, "Yeah, that's what that thing was." The Auto Trader that was for the internet. Man, you would take and go because the idle trader would come out on Mondays, and shoot, man, and what you would do, you would take and uh, you know what stations would get theirs first, and shoot, man, you'd scramble and get that paper, and you'd look, you know, look through the classifieds for the different cars and the parts and stuff like that. And you would actually physically call the guy and say, "Hey, you have this or that or the other and stuff like that." Yeah, right. Yeah, because well. I remember looking back in the paper because the St. Louis Post had the classifieds. You could find a 64 Impala two-door for 500 bucks. Yeah. And now, 500 bucks, you might be able to get, you know, the rear end and a, a possibly a good chassis. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But you know what's crazy? The Post Dispatch... The classified answer is nothing in it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no classifieds. Just like, just like the, um, the auto trader because they had an office in Maryland Heights, this right across the street from where we turned before you bought that chassis from right down in that general area. Cause I remember I had a motorcycle that I was going to sell and I took it down there for him to take pictures of it to put an ad in the paper. 
and there and there one of my Kawasaki's I think I had and, and stuff like that and uh, and I remember that but yeah you know, I always used to look in the auto trader and stuff like that yeah that was that was that the auto trader and well then the, later on the thrifty nickel but then the classifieds but you say you know you you had the passion for the motorcycles you but see there you was though you was you was drag racing and you had all the cars from from when I can remember so you're talking four or five five when we was out on WW I remember you had a whole motor tore apart sitting on tarps in the in the living room there at that yeah time. I used to I used to drag race the cars with uh yeah. with Rocky and Ben them yeah the old Barracuda and stuff and some other stuff but uh but yeah I guess I've been a car guy right but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I ain't been a, uh, what's your name? I guess, I see, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I better be careful of what I say. Hey. But, uh, <laughs> but hold on, what's your name, though? But, but yeah, but what turned me off against building, a, you know, because that was back when Willie stayed, you know, Willie Wilson just stayed behind us. And I remember him telling the story about that first car he built. It took him five years. And he said, yeah, I took it to so-and-so. And they just sanded on it a little bit and charged me three thousand dollars. You know, back then, man, that was just a just a lot of money. Right. And uh, and then then he said I took it somewhere else, and then they let it sit for a year or so and charged me two or three some I forget exactly, but it was just you know an ungodly amount of money. And I said, well, man, I don't want nothing to do with that. If I got to take my stuff somewhere and let somebody work on it. And they're going to take that long to fix it and, and stuff like that. And I said, holy smokers, but shoot, man. But, but that was back then when nobody, nobody had any money. And, uh, shoot, but we had fun, though, because, oh, man, you just, you just done it. You just built it. Because, you know, nobody, we didn't have any money. So, shoot, man, you build your own stuff and you cobbled it together, uh, just like, uh, I forget what it was. I think that Barracuda or something couldn't afford uh, to take my dry shaft and had it made. So I took and uh, got me a, a couple brand new hacksaw blades and, and took and uh, cut that uh, dry shaft right at the yoke, you know, because there's a shoulder on that yoke and cut that thing off. And I used a hose clamp to keep it straight and shoot, put that baby, put the, you know, had the shirt and I believe it was or something. Anyway, shard, whatever I had to do that drive shaft, shardened it up and welded that thing. And we didn't have any big welders then. We had arc welders. <laughs> and welded that baby back up and put it back in the, in the car, and it never did vibrate. Right. Yeah, man. That was back when we had old, old arc welders and stuff like that. And, uh, and and there was no such thing as a cut like now. Shoot, what that whoever invented that four-inch grinder with them cutoff wheels, Holy Jiminy Christmas. That is hog heaven. We didn't have no cutoff wheels or grind. You know, you had a grinder, but it just had a grinding, you know, a grinding wheel. It was a big old, like Kevin's, that old big old heavy thing he had up at his house. We used to have grinders like that, that you would, you know, you'd grind some of your welds down or, or something like that. And, uh, and shoot, man. And, uh, so yeah, man, I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, when they whoever made that, whoever invented that that four inch grinder with that cutoff wheels, holy smokers, you talking about opening up a whole new avenue of building? Hey, yeah. So what? But but see though, you 
<laughs> your whole your whole stuff, the whole beginning origins of the hot rod was you and Uncle Kevin running hot rods. Oh yeah, we used to race. Yeah, we used to take in the which name? I guess when we were kids, uh, you know, sixteen years old, we had. Uh, oh, actually, we actually had cars when we was like fourteen, fifteen years old, and stuff like that. Uh, we had a old old fifty five Chevy, uh, you know, and stuff like that. And we used to drag race that thing all the time. And <laughs> I think he had an old fifty four Mercury, I believe it was. That that uh, I think he had a four twenty. Well, let's see. In the in the Lincoln Continentals, they had a or they had a four twenty nine. Ford made a four twenty nine motor, and then he had the four sixty. But he, like a four twenty nine wasn't like. It wasn't a regular passenger car like a station wagon or something like that. He had like a 429 in that thing and, and stuff that we put in there. But yeah, and shoot, man, we used to, oh, well, we've always had some type of old, uh, old hot rod. <laughs> so it's safe to say, now here's, this is where I put my editorial spin on it, right? It's safe to say that you've been rat rodding since rat rodding, but before rat rodding was rat rods right so now that you are on the scene you have a patina rod you have rat body too and you did one full tour last year we did the whole show circuit and so what do you take from all that now that you've done been in it you're in the scene we might head out this year hopefully to get some venues opening up or whatever but what's your what's your your takeaway from all this from when you first seen that rat rod of buds down there and you didn't know what was going on with that was so he's down there doing his thing and then i I started doing my thing uh, it was like the end of 13 the end of 12 and and the 13 so i say 2013 i started building what i call patina rods and you'd look and watch for a few years before you threw your hat in the ring and decided to to come with your own so what what do you gather now all this is what do you gather I remember, I remember commenting to you uh, a long time ago. Man, this has been this has been a long time ago. He put uh, disc brakes on the front of this thing, you know, and and all this, all this nice stuff on the front end. He had, I think it had a, as a matter of fact, I know it has a straight axle on the front of it or something. But anyway, it had disc brakes on it, and the thing set outside, and I didn't pay no attention. And I made the comment to you. I said, man. This fool and put all this expensive brake system on the front and let it all and it, and and I just saw it rusting and it just turned to rust. And I said, "What's going on with that?" Because I didn't know anything about rat rods or rust rods, and to me, it's a piece. That thing that he's that's a piece of junk <laughs> because he and and the motor, you know, it's just kind of you know, just look like something that somebody just cobbled together. And uh, that's why I knew anything about the rad rods and stuff like that. And no interior or no winch. I mean, it was, you know, you've seen that thing. And I thought it was a piece of junk myself. Right, right. <laughs> and, and stuff. That's how I described it. <laughs> so, and I said, why would this fellow take and spend all of that money? Because... On that street, actually, had the, there was the disc brake rotors, but then he had the spindles on it, 
And then what all rusted was like the brake because he must have just used some standard. Uh, he did, the brake calipers were rusted, and then the bracket that holds, you know, all that bracketry that holds all that stuff on there. And I thought, man, that is that's why would he do that? But it was just like. Holy smoke, but the thing even smelled on the inside. I mean, because it was just, I mean, that thing was just like it, like somebody uh, pulled it. I mean, that thing was pulled. That wasn't no fake in that thing. <laughs> you couldn't create that. You, I mean, you could, it, it would take a long time to create something like that. He found that, that vehicle. The windows weren't even clean on the thing, to my knowledge. Right. It's just, I mean, the shell, I mean, the whole car was just dirty. It was. It was. <laughs> we didn't know nothing about no rat rod or patina rod or nothing. We just, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to build me a truck, but it's going to be straight because that's all we knew. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you knew. I wasn't into all of that stuff. Uh, but yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> In the early days, I saw Bud's, t- I saw that old thing down there, the old bicycle on the, at first it didn't have the bicycle on it, and then he, then he found, the, the, you know, because like I say, I go past her all the time, and it sits out there in the front, and I saw that old bicycle hanging off the back of it, I wonder, what the heck is he doing, you know, and um, I just kind of, you know, whatever, and stuff, it, uh, I didn't know what was going on with the rat rod scene. But, uh, but yeah, you was ahead of your time when you painted the interior and, and stuff like that. And now I notice, well, you know, I've been getting magaz- truck magazines ever since, uh, you know, for a long time. And they never, you know, they just showed a rat rod and it was just ready all the way through. And now they're starting to show them before, like you, but only what they've done, they've taken it to, they've taken it to a high dollar level. That's what has happened. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, that's not like, uh, like the the money that they spend underneath the hood and the interior to detail it out. I mean, it ain't no spray can, and it ain't no uh, LMC seat covers on it or anything like that. It's full blown, you know, top <laughs> high end stuff <laughs> and stuff like that. So, see, that just uh, which name. So, but you know, it's, it's good that they and then they. Uh, and then, like you said, there, I don't know what type, they didn't say what type of chassis was under, they didn't give the bios on it, they was just short, I'd have to read the article, but usually they'll list the stuff on the side, but yeah, but, uh, but anyway, so, uh, so yeah, man, that's, uh, so now they said, this is the second one that I've seen in that magazine like this. Right, yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen them um, more and more, I've, I've seen them, but you know, I don't know. I don't know. I you figure it just like me. If I thought about it, I'm sure somebody else thought about it too before me. You know what I mean? And it's just that yeah, we were doing the 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 clean interiors and clean in engine bay before you even knew anything about it. You know, but that does not to say that there was probably they were there's probably other people probably doing it too. It just didn't get showcased because that wasn't something that was uh, mainstream, yeah, mainstream, yes, and stuff like that. But, but see, but it's like everything else. The, our stuff was done basically using the stock components, roughly. Mm-hmm. Basically, the stock components with the uh, you know stock interior and stuff like that, low budget. 
I would say, and not low budget compared to what these other guys are doing now. Right. And, and so, in other words, like I was, like we were talking, I used an example of that maroon uh, AD truck that's running around. So you would take, so basically, what they're showing in the magazine is a truck like his, but then you would take here and you would take our outer shell and put over what he his inner shell. Right. Right. Yep. And that's and you know, like in the bed, it's showing where it's got the real nice stainless look like a stainless steel, you know, the the bed strips and and the nice six eight hundred thousand dollar wood in the back and you know, all this kind of stuff like this and, and stuff. So uh Yeah, I mean Yeah. Well we come a long way. So when we when Rat Body came out, everybody was just they liked him because he was different. But then now, now you see when we go out, you see rat rods at every car show out here, right? Or patina rods out here. Patina rat, yeah. Yeah, I know. There's been a couple occasions where you call me. He's like, man, I seen uh, I seen an old AD ride through here, you know, and he, you know, you say you could see him and stuff like that, and you could see that he had the inside kind of clean or whatever, but he was riding, you know. But before, I was the only one out here with the with the right. patina rod, like patina yeah. AD. Yeah, man, he was. Uh, what's seen that one? I was called called you on a bunch. A few of them I seen going down the road. That one day I called you and I saw that one fella. Man, he was smooth going down the road. I mean, he was flat. I saw him up what I call Seven Acres Motel, seen him coming through that stretch there, and I was heading home. Yeah. And, man, he was low to the ground. He was just smooth. I mean, he was rolling, too. He wasn't running. He was running about 80 miles, 80. It looked like about 80 miles an hour because he, he was rolling. And, and stuff like that. And the truck just looked smooth, man. I mean, he, he was gone, too, man. He, he was rolling. Right and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you called me because you were still on the highway when you called me. Yeah, and you was like, "Man, and so, Dennis, you, you man, you should have seen this Joker." I was like, "Yeah," but you know, that was like, that was two. Yeah, probably it was like two seasons after we'd been out. Uh huh. With all ours, we're going to the shows and doing, you know, people. Well, when Rat Body first came out. He was on the mission, man. He went everywhere it went. He came. Oh, he, he, he was knocking them dead because nobody's seen anything like that before. Nope. Yeah. And then uh, now that's getting, I don't say it's commonplace, but there's there's a few more showing up right? and, and, and stuff like that. But people still like that pickle jar in the front because when I was down in Pacific, there's a lot of people looking at that pickle jar. Mm-hmm. And then the ones yeah. that look on the inside, look at that old uh, rat trap. Yeah, that rat, that uh, rat trap, yeah, it's, and stuff. And he think, holy smoke, he got a rat trap, and you know, and stuff like that. And that that's not something. And and you can tell if somebody tried to make something, uh, what it's make something look old, as opposed to something that's actually being old, right? And, and stuff like that, yeah, and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I didn't I didn't quite understand what Bud was doing down there because that just seemed kind of out of the norm to me. And I'm thinking, what has he done to to this car? You know, I and I don't know. I don't. Uh, you know, every each is to his own. But uh, but he's got that uh, that truck like yours, like uh, Zero. 
that he chopped the top one and uh, and stuff like that. And so he's still, you know, I guess he works. I know that's what he does. He works on it when he's got a little spare time. So you're going to have your truck done for your car show? Heck no, man. I didn't think so. <laughs> man, I need, I need probably, well, let me see. This is, this is exactly what I need to finish the truck. The linkage for the manual shift transmission. Yeah, before you put all that sheet metal on the thing. You got it. So the engine's going to well, be sitting in here and the transmission's going to sit in here. And then I got to figure out how to do that. But before I can even do that, I got to put the steering column in because all that, it, it has to be there so that I know where to put the linkage. Right, yeah. And see, and the bad part about it is you got to put the old door on it. And so that just makes it, I don't know if it makes it harder or not, but uh, it's just, uh, it, you'll be easier access. But anyway, but yeah. You got it. You might just ought to just go on and throw an ornament. No, you just spent money for that transmission. Well, I got a Turbo 400 sitting here. Yeah. That's my contingency plan. But here's the problem. I done cut holes in the floor and, and doctored them all up for the manual transmission. For the, the, hey, but that's the okay. Reason. All that stuff is covered up with carpet. No, no, no. But on the outside, you can see the holes. Oh, well. <laughs> No, man, I got to keep going, man. Hey, man, you could do a fake manual transmission. <laughs> I've seen them. You've seen those uh, stick shifts, the automatic stick shift that's real tall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've seen those. Yeah. And you just put, you just put a, a round boot around it and put the clutch pedal in the floor with the rod coming out and stuff like that. And so people will think that you got a manual transmission. Man, I can't go into that, man. That's it. No. <laughs> and that's going to do it for this one, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. You guys have been asking for old Pops to come back and do another one. He was on there. He was talking cash shit, wasn't he? But it was it was fun. It's really fun. And you know I'm going to have him back for another one because he's starting to get into it. He's He enjoys it. You know, he likes talking and, and and reminiscing on things but hey i appreciate everybody out there that's checking me out on instagram youtube facebook also i appreciate everybody out there checking out my homies got shop on instagram joe's racing products ls fabrication man you guys are you're, you're awesome you get you, you you guys make me do it right i, I just want to come out and just perform not so much perform but like keep you guys updated on what's going on i like to do these podcasts i'd like to get more guests i'm rounding them up guys i'm rounding them up so if you feel like you want to do a podcast hit me up man on one of the social media channels that's all you gotta do send me a direct message back yo i want to do a podcast we'll do a podcast man get on there and talk some shit and have fun with us man i mean that's all it is we just talking but um I'm gonna get out of here. We gotta do some work, like you just said. I'm, I'm right now. I'm mocking up how I'm gonna get this transmission working because we can't be faking no manual transmission, right? <laughs> Especially not knowing that we know how to run a stick shift. So we just gotta get the linkage and all that figured out and uh, go on to the next step with that. Appreciate it, you guys. Once again, I'm Dennis for Patina Code presents. Stay with me. Catch me on Instagram at Patina Code. Check out my YouTube series. So you want to build an AD, just go into YouTube, type in Patina Code, boom, some videos. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Stay with me. <laughs>